Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Welcome in to a rootin' tootin' good time. <laughs> Here from the Old West. I am your sheriff, Susie Hunter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Commit to the bit from before the show. I am Deputy Spencer Smith. <laughs> pew, pew. We're going to root and toot in good time. Uh, before the show started, our white balance like somehow turned like very, very sepia. And we looked like one of those old-timey Old West pictures that you get. Plus, I'm, I'm wearing the scarf, so... It match. It just I, it just like was meant to happen. It was meant to happen. Plus, you know, we are out west. We're talking about the NL West. Patrick is even more west right now. He is at spring training. I can't wait to I can't wait to get updates from him because there's a lot going on out there. Yeah, it's just like you you think about baseball all year round, but when catchers pitchers and catchers report and now it's like, whoa, they got a game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, just like right into it. Yeah. And like, yeah, so many guys are down there already. Um, we got to talk. We will talk about in the course of this program. We'll talk about Pierce Johnson because we have some great sound from him. Um, new guy, but Colorado native, Denver native, born in Denver. So um, he's a character. You can tell he's a character. Uh, Riley Pint, too. He's, you know, the headline of our show. But yeah, Riley Pint, who's had a crazy journey. We're going to talk about him, too. We got to start with Herman Marquez. So I have you been keeping up with Rocky's new Spencer? Yes. So, he's yeah. got a little hamstring issue. He's got a little hamstring issue. And as of Thursday or Friday, um, he was not throwing bullpen. And we were talking about it on the show. He was so upset about it when asked about it. He was so sad. He had those like very sad Pisces eyes that he gets Uh-oh. that just like break my heart to yeah. see. But... Now, all of a sudden, we've got clips of him over the weekend throwing bullpen again. So I'm wondering what the latest is with him. Well, so what, from judging by this injury right now, it looks like Rockies-wise, he's fine. It's Rockies just World wise, Baseball Classic-wise, he's not. Exactly, yes. Okay. So, like, he is supposed to be fine Rockies-wise. But I was under the impression that he was going to take a little longer of a break. But, I mean, hey, if he's doing well enough, then that's good with me. Yeah, I mean, if... Like, selfishly, he probably really wants to play in the WBC, obviously. Yeah. Um, but for the Rockies, you know, starting hopefully opening day, which mm-hmm. is, will end up happening here in a couple or a month or so, mm-hmm. if he's good for that, I'm good with I'm I'm okay. I'm okay personally. with it. I'm okay with Sorry it. for him, but Ugh. personally excited for him to start opening day. Stay strong, Herman. Do you think he'll be the opening day starter? I think he's got a leg up on it. I think they usually, like somehow get it to where i mean kyle freeland's not the do they have one they've won series on the road right to start or two uh it's two so it's four games in uh san diego and then two in la so it's kind of a weird start to the season but so six yeah six games i bet they get it to where he starts opening day opening day and mm-hmm. then kyle freeland gets to start opening day at home Ooh. that's kind of like a play like that yeah that seems like a good um, fan play for Bud Black and the the roster. That would be, but Bud Black doesn't do it for the fans. 
No. He does it to win. Yes, but he give, <laughs> Kyle Freeland has shown over his career that he gives you a great chance to win at Coors Field. Yes. Herman Marquez obviously does as well, but six games is kind of that awkward. It's like, all right, let's it get Kyle awkward. to start <laughs> the, the, two, the one at home Thursday where it's like a party around here and the city is just hyped. It's, let's talk about opening day real fast because opening day is on a Thursday and usually it's on a Friday. And when I tell people that opening day is on a Thursday, people do not believe me. That is how ingrained the Friday home opener is in the minds of people here in Denver. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a it's like a semi holiday in Colorado. Definitely. I treat it as such for sure. I mean, I do. Yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> I definitely do. Well, holiday where I'm like working the longest day of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the working holiday. You're just it, a working lady. It, I am a working lady. This is my busy time of year. People are like, "Oh, Susie, what did you do this weekend?" I'm like, "This is my last weekend to chill." Yeah, you're it's over after this. You're about to be just straight into it. Yes. Every day, 3 plus hours, a few off days here and there. Um, and that's one thing I was actually thinking about just MLB scheduling. Like obviously these players have a great life. They have a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, they're, they're living out their dream, but like you don't get a weekend off for no. six months other than the all-star <laughs> break, which if you're good enough, you hopefully want to be. It's not even a weekend. Something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like it's three a, days in the middle of the week. Right. Yeah. It's see, not a so it's at like, all. what, what, um, sorry, I have plans at six forty roughly every Friday for the next Eight months. Yep. It seems like. Yep. So I wonder if they're kind of like, you know, God, I just want to just want to have it. And th and because like days off are usually Thursdays or Mondays. Like you, they, they never have a Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Oh, off. yeah. Well, I mean, like a Friday off is terrible. That's when people want to go to the ballpark and spend some money. Yeah, exactly. So they got to they have to uh, they have to appease us. Yes. Appease us fans. They're here for us. What do you know about Pierce Johnson? Um, I know he's from Colorado, he which is, is a, a small, I want to say, I, big league level wise, there's probably less than five to 10 players in the entire MLB from Colorado. It's a very, I'd say more than five. Okay. So more than, than, maybe more than five, less than 10. We'll check in with Patrick when he, cause he of course ha, probably has a spreadsheet of all of it. Right. Right. Which for me being growing up here, being like playing, I played against Kyle Freeland in high school. That's wild. Um, yeah, he, he did not strike me out, actually, which uh, he it was a summer league game uh, at Thomas Jefferson. Mm -hmm. And I already like for some reason I hit right handed, but I struggled with lefties it's just because we didn't see him like yeah. 10 years ago. You know, now I'm sure, you know, half about half and half like starters in high school teams are lefties. Mm -hmm. I saw like one or two a season and Kyle was pitching. And it was different. Like, you could tell it's different <laughs> than, like, your normal summer league, you know. And this is wood bats, so it's not, like, metal bat. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's going to explode my bat. <laughs> like, I, I was just watching him throw warm-ups, and I was like – I finally talked to my coach, and they're like, oh, yeah, he, this kid's, like, D1, probably going to be drafted in the next two years. I'm like, oh, fun. So <laughs> I, I grounded out to second base, didn't strike out, but he struck out probably 12 of us in, like, four <laughs> innings. You ground it out. Yeah, I hit, I... That you really are the target version of Brendan Rodgers. I am. <laughs> I ground it out, just way laid on it, just a nice little smooth grounder to second, thrown out by 10 feet. Move on. Um, I freaking love that. Um, let's bring it back to Pierce Johnson. Actually, wait, hold on. Before we do, um, uh, I'm going to name as many Colorado-born players as I can right now. Okay, let's okay, do Okay, so, well, the Rodgers twins, so those are two. Lucas Gilbreth, Kyle Freeland, Pierce Johnson. So that's five right there. There's got to be a bunch that I'm missing. Wait. Oh, t Tyler and Taylor? Yeah. Rogers? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, not active. Or maybe is he? Is Mark Melanson still in the league? 
That's a good. I think he is. And then of course Roy Holiday, but uh, R.I.P. Yes. Um, but he was like he's like the gold standard. Yeah. Of Colorado. I was I was oh yeah he is I mean like I loved him as a Philly. Yep. And then loved he, him. He played it in Toronto for a while. Or he, yeah. It was he, Toronto where he made his name and then went to Philadelphia. Correct. Yep. Yes. And then still won a Cy Young in Philadelphia. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He was just that good. He was just that awesome. Guy. Oh my god, he was that guy. Oh no, but I meant like active players right now. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, at least five. At and ironically, most of them, well, we probably know them more because they're playing for the Rockies. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like that, you know, Coors Field's a great, it, it's consistently ranked by, you know, national media, if you will, as a top 10 ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's even more of like, I feel like Colorado kids have that, like, what's the word? I They're, they're super loyal to Colorado. Yeah, like, you don't see, are. you know, because we have the four f- major sports teams here and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I grew up here, and so I'm obviously, you know, doing this for my job is awesome, and I'm super loyal to the Rockies. I'm excited for Rockies season, as always. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, Texas kids aren't, like, diehard Texas, I feel like. I feel like there's just so many different options for them. And and Florida, the same kind of way. Like, Colorado kids are like, no. Like, any Colorado kid growing up to play baseball probably, like, dreams of playing at Coors Field. Yeah. And also the Rockies love kind of, like, I use this word a lot, but they love hoarding dudes who are from Colorado, especially pitchers. I love that. I do, because too. Because they're, you know, the whole altitude thing is is another entirely different conversation. But mm-hmm. when you grow up in this, like, when I go somewhere else, it feels weird. Versus here, it feels normal. Mm-hmm. So there could be something to that of if kids are good enough here and pitching – high school, college here in Colorado, then they maybe can make the transition to being a Rocky a lot easier. Yeah, sounds good. We we have Patrick in the in here in just a second, but we're going to do a quick ad read first before we before we bring Patrick in. I'm going to leave him hanging a little bit. Sorry, Patrick. But listen, we got to talk about where we are right now at the DNVR bar because it is a lit time all day, every, well, when we open. When we open. When, we when open, the doors we are unlocked, it's, we it's lit. Um, but listen, here at the corner of Colfax and York, we just have the absolute best parties. Even like Friday, FAC was lit. They were facking. They be facking. We were facking. Yeah, we do be facking. Uh, that's Friday Afternoon Club. But if you're not a diehard already, you are missing out on 15% off of your tab at the bar. 20% off of everything at the DNVR, at dnvrlocker.com. You are getting 20% off of our Broncos tailgates, our Nuggets party buses, and that membership comes with a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com, not just once, every freaking year. And we have the best gear in the game. You are also getting extra raffle ticks, tickets at our watch parties to an even more free gear and access to our diehards only discord where we are all just having a good time and patrick keeps tagging me in the wrestling chat and i am ignoring it (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah if you're not a diehard head to the dnvr.com and fix that come on we gotta talk about DraftKings too football season it's over Baseball season, it is here. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly if you win. Listen, we can do prop bets. We have all kinds of stuff. I love a good lucky bet, too, especially in baseball. We're gonna Spencer's going to have a pick of the week for us, too. I do. I have a pick of the week. But what is our pick of the week? Uh, DraftKings pick of the week. So uh, we're going to go into... 
NHL. We're going to go to hockey. Yes. Um, this and is kind of the meat of hockey season right it, now. Exactly. They're out of the All-Star break. The NBA is kind of on the back burner for the next couple of days because they're in the All-Star break mm-hmm. um, mentally for me. But so I, wa- I went to the Avs game yesterday. Miko Rantanen scored a goal. Yes. He is thir- uh, tied for third in the NHL lead in goals right now. Wow. But you can bet on him to lead the NHL in goal scoring for the entire year, like mid-season, which is cool about DraftKings. A lot of these apps, it's like you can bet at the beginning of the season and then you don't get to bet it the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but he right now is plus 2,000 to lead the league in goals. And I think um, he's had, obviously, an unreal year. There's a couple of guys that score a ton of goals ahead of him, obviously, like Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. But I think it's worth a flyer on our guy Miko. He scores, like, every night, it feels like. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much every – like, his, his – Goal score per night is like uh, the Jalen Hurts touchdown nice. bet, where it's like pretty much guaranteed to happen. It's yes. crazy, like low odds. Thank you for uh, saying it in language that I understand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, like the Super Bowl, like we talked about, his his odds to score a touchdown were like minus one ten. Mm-hmm. He only scored three. I mean, geez, like easy, you know? So <laughs> only three. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So two plus two thousand Miko Rantanen to end up the goal leader in the NHL. He's six back right now, so it needs a little push, but. He, our guy can do it. All right. I like our odds. So with that, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DNBR. New customers can make any $5. Can New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That is only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNBR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And we're about to get some details. From Patrick Lyons, who was at spring training and having a great time down there. Patrick, how's it going? How's it going, y'all? Oh my gosh, so good to see you. We're not gonna see each other for like two weeks because he's down there and then I'm down there. So this is it. We're just we're just FaceTiming right now. Just FaceTime. What is it's going on? It's a platoon on? podcast, is what it's it is. Platoon. It's a podcast of platoons, right? I get you you're in there against right-handed uh interviewees and I'm, I'm in there against the lefties it's great that's why we win i i love this let's talk about what's going on down there what who have you talked to so far this morning have you seen anyone what's the latest yeah just getting in this morning was uh was tricky uh to say the least so just seeing everybody you know the, the biggest thing that stood out in this clubhouse because I've, I've got my list of guys of course that i want to talk to here over the course of the next week but there are just so many new faces, so many young faces as well. And that was uh, ultimately one of the biggest topics of conversation with Bud Black this morning was the competition, the battles that are going on and uh, and how that's good for the Rockies right now. Bill Schmidt talked about it last week and uh, got some insight on on this, these battles that are going on and, and who might have an edge. Ultimately, at the end of the day, look, we've got 37 some spring training games to go here over the next 41 days. So there's a lot of time, a lot of things can happen, but Certain players may have an edge over others. Um, I want to talk about Herman Marquez because we saw some images of him throwing bullpen yesterday after we heard he wasn't going to because of his hamstring injury. Have you heard anything about his progression of this hamstring injury? No, of course, they're being very cautious about it. Uh, I did see uh, just before coming out here uh, to jump on the podcast, he was out there working, doing some light jogging. I almost said sprints. He was not sprinting at all. He's not fast to begin with, but no, he definitely wasn't sprinting. 
doing a little bit of jogging uh, with one of the trainers there, Antonio Senzatella, alongside him as well, obviously recovering from the ACL surgery uh, and the ACL injury that he had last August in St. Louis. So uh, the news on him is promising in that it's still going to be May, it sounds like, uh, but Senzatella himself said that ultimately you know, he'd like to push this a little bit. He'd like to push to see if he can get you know, back and be ready to play in, in full health sooner than later. So that's a good thing that uh, he's in such a positive mindset and a mind state. So maybe May is is a uh, more uh, cautious kind of timeline and, and Senza saying, hey, no, I got this under control. So we'll wait and see. There's a lot of time left, but Marquez and Senzatella, are, uh, they're, they're doing their things to get their lower halves ready for the season. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask. What I, I was wondering, do we know what the timeline is for Senzatella? Now we know that it's May, tentatively, but it's looking good. Yep, yep, all things uh, are good. I mean, he's walking around. He's able to do, uh, you know, some kind of light jogging similar to, to Marquez right now. So you got to be cautious. It's, you know, I haven't heard it here yet, but baseball is a marathon. So this is, this is just stretching, literally, uh, before the marathon. This is just getting ready to, to step up to the starting line. So this is even the commute to get to your marathon. So you really got to take it easy, be cautious. Uh, and the Rockies are doing that right now. Yes, that great saying. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Who is on your list to talk to today? What is your priority? Walk me through your workday. Well, I'd love to talk to Brent Suter. He's obviously probably one of the biggest personalities. I was thinking uh, on my drive down yesterday, some of the interesting storylines and how, you know, Carlos Estevez was a super important figure, not just in the bullpen, on the field, but also in the clubhouse. Just a very lighthearted guy, you know, big teddy bear, really funny. Everybody likes him from all kinds of various backgrounds. And so you have to replace a guy like that, I think, in, in many ways, you know, for that, that chemistry piece, if you will, if that's something you feel strongly in. And, and I think all 30 teams, you know, want to have that kind of chemistry. And I think Brent Suter is one of those guys that can help, you know, mesh the players together with his personality, just having that little bit of extra flair. So he's somebody worth talking to. Uh, I would like to talk to, you know, Hunter Goodman and Willie McIver, because as I realized early on, they look identical. Now, I've talked with Willie McIver in the past, uh, but since I've talked with him, he's let his hair grow out. He's got a scruffy beard, kind of looks like Team Wolf. Uh, the word on the street is the really the only way that you know the difference between Hunter Goodman and Willie McIver between these two catchers is Willie McIver wears a headband. That's it. So I need to talk to these guys to figure out. I need to be like a mother of twins, and I might need to you know put a little <laughs> mark on one of their foreheads so I know who is who. But uh, those are some of the guys we're talking to. I want to talk to everybody, but but those two guys, that'll be fun chat with them. Um, okay, I actually, I don't think I realized how much they look alike. Maybe every time I see a picture of one of them, I think it's the other. I've like never really noticed this. Now I'm concerned. The secret, yeah, the secret during the season is they wear uh, a jersey, and on the back of the jersey, it has their <laughs> name. And so up to this point, it's been a non-factor. But now in a clubhouse when you're walking around with a black T-shirt with the interlocking CR, you got to know you got to know the faces. You got to know the eyes. Yeah, seriously. Spencer, do you have any questions for Patrick before we let him go? I am actually trying to Google these two. Oh, I see it now. That is <laughs> wild. Um, all the pictures of Hunter Good Goodman looks like he has some serious mutton chops. So respect for that. Um, Patrick. Injury front, it sounded like, and I think I saw this maybe early last week, Randall Grishik is not going to be ready for opening day. So does that 
What does that look like on the Rockies roster in terms of does that open a spot? I, I'm not too keen on baseball rosters as far as like if you have some guy on IR, can you bring somebody else up? And I know they've added roster spots. So what does that look like? Is there a guy now that we didn't think maybe will be on the opening day roster that should be? Yeah, so the last couple of weeks, I've pretty much been writing about the competition and, and, and some of the battles to keep an eye on here. And that there's basically three spots on the bench. You can have 13 pitchers, 13 position players, and there are pretty much 10 guys that you could count on and say, hey, yeah, th these guys are going to be with the team going to San Diego on March 30th. Three spots available. Now with Bridget being out, that's four. So that, that helps a little bit uh, with some of those guys that are on the bench. But to your point, that now leaves right field wide opening. Uh, wide open for opening day. Um, there's been some discussion about Charlie Blackman maybe playing a little bit more right field. Uh, he did say that you know he, he did enjoy uh, being a designated hitter a lot more than he thought he was going to, um, but finding that right balance. I think he wants to play the field a little bit more. There was a stretch last year where I think he was in the starting lineup playing the outfield defensively about four or five days. That might be a little bit too much, so maybe he will be in right field on opening day, but you still have the DH spot. And whoever you put in the DH might have fresher legs than Charlie. It might be better uh, defensive options. So you have that. So we, there is a starting spot that's going to be out there that um, you know that that deals with Randall Grichuk's injury. So that will be interesting to see. You know, uh, in talking with Buddy, some of the guys that are veteran players will have an edge to make this roster of, of those four spots essentially that are on the bench, including the one temporary for right field until Grichuk gets back that the veterans are gonna have a bit of an edge because for the young players, they're still developing. There's still some things that they need to learn. And sitting on the bench, you know, five out of every seven games is not gonna help their development. They're gonna need to play in games. That's what AAA is there for. So if a guy does start the year at AAA, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's gonna allow them more everyday reps until they're able to maybe transition and, and be okay with not playing quite as much or to maybe get them ready to be a starter once they come up. So the veterans are gonna have an edge and then the other element to this, too, is if you can hit left-handed, that's also going to be an edge. Ryan McMahon and Charlie Blackman are, are the only two left-handed hitters. So anyone that's a switch hitter can hit left-handed. That's going to give you a little bit of an edge uh, when it comes time to what 26 guys are going to San Diego. So Cole Tucker, switch hitter. Uh, Harold Castro uh, came back from the, the left side. Uh, a few other guys that are, that are out there. Michael Tolia, also a switch hitter. Nolan Jones, that's from the left side. So those guys are going to have a little bit of an edge when it comes time to figuring out who's going to be with the club for opening day. I feel like so many people are talking about Nolan Jones. There's so much buzz around him right now. Yeah, I got a chance to briefly see Nolan Jones, who uh, I think we're, we're the ones who are moving the needle on this, calling him Nojo. He's not Kojo, he's Nojo. Nojo! Oh, interesting. Spencer, Spencer is, is, does Nojo become your new Kojo? Because you were on the Kojo train before anyone. Are you uh, going to be a Nojo guy? I'm a big Nojo guy. I okay. love, just a great, I mean, we'll just, we'll, we'll think about Connor Joe until the season starts, and now we're back to Nolan Jones. And maybe the new Nolan. Yeah. He, this guy can replace two players in my mind. Ending he just has heart. to win like 10 gold gloves and, <laughs> and other things. But for now, he can replace those two in my mind. And does this Nolan have any cousins that are very talented at baseball? Speaking Googling of cousins. Nolan Jones cousins. <laughs> yes. Speaking of cousins, did also learn, again, one of these fun facts that come out. And today's the first day. I only got like an hour or two under my belt here at camp. 
But uh, I learned that Braxton Fulford, a nice little catching prospect, is cousins with former Broncos quarterback Paxton Lynch. So there are those family ties in and around Rockies camp. So we got the Nojo. Okay, we're signing off on that. And then we also have Stephen Jones, too, a minor league pitcher. So I don't know if he goes by Sojo. We'll figure it out. Uh, he's got to make the roster first and foremost before we start coming up with his nickname this season. Um, oh, I will add Nolan Jones. His brother Peyton Jones plays hockey and has played for the Colorado Eagles. Oh, look at that. So Colorado connection. Look at that connection. Patrick, um, have you seen what shoes Chris Bryant is wearing around today? I have not. They got him on a backfield. I did see him out in, in left field taking ground balls. Uh, I could not observe from a distance what he was wearing, but from a distance, I definitely could lock in on those curls of Cole Tucker. So I did see him taking some batting practice. So that's good. So he's, he, is, he is here. I don't know if she is here, but he is here. Mr. Vanessa Hudgens himself. Patrick, so, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on. I know it's such a busy week for you down there, but we will check back in with you tomorrow, right? Sounds like a plan. All right, Patrick, take care down there. See you, Patrick. Yeah. See you guys. Bye, Patrick. All right, get him off the line. Get him off the line so we can talk about him behind his back. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> um, but before we get into, I've been like teasing these like spring training interviews and then like we're like 30 minutes into this show already. Uh, but first we got to talk about game time, the hottest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat, you never thought you could get like the 50 yard line behind home plate courtside for the courtside fits floor seats at a concert it is all possible with the game time app and you will find the biggest last minute price drops on those seats you never thought you could buy so if you want to attend a rockies game if you want to attend a spring training game you can get tickets there too and you will find some good deals the closer you wait to first pitch so the bottom line is if you love dnvr you're gonna love game time and the best way to support us is by buying your links through buying your tickets through the link in the description join more than 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and scored the best seats for all of your favorite events hit that link in our description to save let's talk about we got to talk about Breck Brew. We got to talk about the Avalanche Ale on display here on our set. It is like the beer of winter. It looks like somebody turned that into a holiday five pack. It's no longer a six <laughs> it's pack. It's not a six pack anymore. It's very much. Somebody needed one bad. Ripped. Yeah, someone was having a rough show. Um, we got to talk about this beer. It's the classic American amber ale that blends pale chocolate caramel malts in a well-rounded, flavorful beer. Caramel malts lend whispers of toffee sweetness, while a touch of bittering hops gives this beer its clean finish. Is that, that not poetry? That is poetry. That is a great description. I actually, <laughs> I think it's a placebo effect. But when somebody like reads a description of a beer and then you drink it, or any you know wine, whatever it ends up being, like mm -hmm. you can taste it more mm -hmm. versus like if you just drink it. So every time I drink an Avalanche Amber, now I'm going to need you. Mm. to go through the spiel. I'll, we I'll can, we can cut it. that clip for you. <laughs> and I'll just ha save it in my phone. <laughs> we can cut that for you. We, we just need every single beer Breck has, and you can just describe it to me, and then I'll play it, <laughs> drink it. Life is good. Well, once you have the language, the words to describe something, you understand it better. Oh, absolutely. So that's like all it is. It's just basic psychology. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. But like, really, it's just such a good beer. We love our we love our Breck beers. Um, so yeah, if you want to find an Avalanche ale, ale near you, check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. And if you want to find some some weed near you, what what is nearer than your own home? Nothing. We are talking about Jive Hive. It is a revolutionary dispensary, making it easy for you to explore the benefits of cannabis with privacy and security, all from the comfort of your home. So no fighting traffic, no lions, no one up in your business. Jive Hive is a virtual dispensary on wheels. Think like Amazon, but for weed. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. So Jive Hive, if you, let's say... You are you don't want to leave the house. Let's say you have a job where you don't want people seeing you at the dispensary. Let's say you just don't want to run into anyone. Let's say it snows again and it's like May. That happens too. You don't want to leave the house. That is what Jive Hive is perfect for. You can find the industry's premium cannabis products at customer-friendly prices and have it delivered straight to your door, all with no delivery fee. Sounds too good to be true. It is not. It is true. So head to JiveHive.com. That's J-I-V. H-Y-V-E.com and get your order delivered same day or scheduled delivery window and they will be there to say can I get a drum roll? Hi. They'll be there to say hi. Did you get it? Oh, yes. yes. No, I do. <laughs> uh, I, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I know I'm crushing it today. Um, they are now serving Monument, Falcon, Peyton, Fountain, Woodland Park, Security, Widefield, Aurora, Greenwood Village, with more to come. That's J-I-V-H-Y-V dot com. We need to talk about the interviews we were talking about at the start of the show that we have not even talked about. We started talking about Pierce Johnson, and we need to come back to that. We're back in the Pierce. We are talking about Pierce Johnson now, so we got a chance to hear from him really for the first time as a Rocky. And he, he seems like he's a character, too. I think I mentioned that before. But let's... Kale, do we have that clip ready? All right, let's play it. I knew Bard. I played with him in Chicago before, uh, you know, him coming here. And then um, Kinley and I were in the Fall League together. I know a bunch of guys that have played in this organization. Uh, plus, it's home. I mean, the fact that everybody speaks so highly of everybody in this organization, players, staff, coaches, everybody, um, you know, it's pretty pretty drawing for a, for a guy like me, especially being a hometown kid. So... I'm just excited to be here and uh, excited for the year to start. My dad worked for the Padres, the backstory. My dad worked for the Padres, but then when we moved back to Colorado when I was in third grade, I mean, you kind of adopt the team that you get to watch every day, so I got to watch the Rockies play all the time. And so, yeah, grew up going to course. Um, shocked to hear that he is low-key a secret Padres fan or was a Padres fan at some point. Yeah, uh, hopefully those trips he said growing up going to Coors weren't for Padres games. They were for Rockies <laughs> games. Maybe playing the Padres, but... I think I think he's been converted. From It sounds like he's been converted. But also it's really great to see that he has such a great relationship with dudes who already play for the Rockies. Yeah, did you... This is me reading way too much into it, but mm-hmm. did you hear when he was like, yeah, there, I hear great things about everybody in the organization, the players, the coaches, the... Um, and he never mentions like front office ownership. Oh, interesting. I, I could hmm. be looking way too far into you it. You might be, but... I just found gonna, it interesting. You know what? You are uh, definitely taking over that role that Patrick takes and overthinking things, <laughs> so I appreciate that. I'm good at that. That is interesting. Kale, what do you think? Should we be reading into this? He, he shrugged his shoulders. He goes, I don't know. I don't know. He's literally this right now. He's that emoji. 
Um, so yeah, this, uh, this will be his first season with the Rockies. He is from Colorado. He's played with the Giants. He's played with the Padres and he's played in Japan. So he is familiar though with the NL West. And I like that. Yeah. He's played at Coors probably multiple times. Now he just flips dugouts. Yeah. And colors. And you know what? He's from this altitude and we know the Rockies love that. He's a pitcher. So yeah. Speaking of pitchers. Riley Pint. Riley Pint has had just this crazy timeline. He was the fourth overall pick in the 2016 draft. And that was a fun time because, like, the couple years after that, the Rockies were pretty good. So it was like, ooh, things are all looking up for the Rockies. Of course, like, that has fallen off, and he has fallen off. So he has had kind of not the – he has not had the uh, minor league seasons that we expected him to have. I think we expected a lot more. He even left briefly in the 2021 season, left the sport. But, of course, he's back. Spent most of last season in Hartford, made a few appearances in AAA Albuquerque, but the um, the Rockies kind of shut it down quickly because he had uh, just like a forearm issue. But he says that it was just fatigue. It's nothing lasting, so that's good news. But, yeah, he was asked about just what it means for him to be there. This is his first big league camp, you know, after being a first or a first round pick, a fourth overall pick, kind of a, a wild timeline. I think you'd expect to see him sooner, but he's here now. Here's what he had to say about it. Well, definitely a lot of tough times to start, uh, but, you know, that's just something I've had to work through uh, over the last couple of years. Um, but, yeah, I mean, thinking – kind of coming off of, uh, you know, the COVID year and whatnot, uh, kind of coming off that, I knew that I wanted to be in a better position kind of going forward, uh, physically and mentally. Definitely coming here and having, uh, you know, being around all these big leaders and being in big league camp is definitely something exciting and something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, you never really realize how much you miss something until it's taken away. So I think that for me, that was like the big thing for me is just getting away from the game and just realizing how much I missed it. And uh, just knowing that, you know, I still felt like I had some left in the tank. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, just having the game not be there when you want it kind of spoke volumes to me a little bit. And just I realized that I wasn't ready to give it up yet. I love that. He he, he almost gave up, but he didn't. Yeah, I, I got to imagine that road is tough being a, like a, you're not just a fourth rounder, a 400th overall pick like mm-hmm. four. You were picked in front of 500 plus people. I remember when he got picked, um, he was it, it was like a high school kid throwing like 101, 102, yeah. and that was like those guys. You know, back in 2016, it wasn't as normal as it is today for a guy to throw 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It was like you know you had your Raldis Chapmans, you had a few guys that were touching that, and you're like, this kid's what? He's 18 yeah. years old throwing 100 miles an hour. Uh, worry it worries you a little bit from a standpoint of like just the arm, like I. I I'm not a scientist. I got to imagine, you know, throwing 100 miles an hour is not that crazy different from than throwing 95, 96. But over time, that's going to wear on your arm. And it sounds like he had some, you know, some issues going through. But it it is cool to see he came back and didn't just totally give, you know, like Mm -hmm. when I saw he was out of baseball, I was like, oh, man, that's that's not only rough for the Rockies, but on a personal level, that's rough for him. Yeah. Like being that high of a pick and, and giving up the sport, but hopefully he returns with like a clear mindset and is like ready to rock. He seems clear. Uh, Thomas Harding of MLB.com did a great story on Pint. Uh, he talked to um, the minor league pitching coach for the Rockies, Doug Linton. Um, so Linton said, quote, he's somebody that if he's right, he's a wild card. And then he also said, 
Um, I hope he's right because I love this kid. Every sign has been electric. What we see on this side is everything is everything is more consistent. He's got a better idea of where his pitches are going. He's going to be in 95 to 99. So I guess that's the – he's not going to be hitting 100 anymore, but he's going to be in the upper 90s. Yeah, and and that's a great spot to have him at because, you know, throwing 104 is great or 103 or whatever it is, but if you you know, if you know, can't control it, you're, mm-hmm. you're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so I actually have a little Riley Pint story. Oh, yeah, I want to hear this Riley Pint story. I, I have a Riley Pint signed – I want to say towel or hat. A ta- oh. So in 2016, when he, or either 2016 or 2017, my roommate, um, she, her family was the host family of Riley Pint for the Grand Junction Rockies. No way. Yeah. And it was funny because she was trying to tell me she's not into baseball at all. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to tell me who it was. And she's like, yeah, it's something like Gallon or, and I'm like, <laughs> Riley Pint and she's like yeah that's it and I was like I was pretty excited because he was just the fourth overall pick like uh, high uh, and as you said Rockies are making the playoffs these next couple of years you're like Mm -hmm. wow we can add a be like the Dodgers essentially and add a high level player to an already good baseball team coming up in three or four years and and then obviously you know it went he had a roller coaster but Mm -hmm. he's back on the ride and I'm excited to uh excited to see him at Coors Field he was a guy that like once you got when they get drafted that high, you I, I pay more attention to him. It's yeah. it's not necessarily fair to the guys that are drafted second, third round, but I'm like, all right, this guy clearly has the talent that could you know I don't is he still do you know is he starting is he or is he moving to the bullpen wasn't he a starter as he was drafted yeah yeah I guess it all depends on just what what we see he only made three appearances in Albuquerque he spent most of the season in Hartford, but yeah. But he's only, I mean, shit, it's crazy. He's only 25 years old. Yeah, so he's young. That's he plenty young. of time to... it got to uh, be so much pressure being that high of a pick. I, I would cave under that pressure for sure. Yeah, that's just, that's, especially to a team that you know, like, you're being drafted to come up and be the ace. Like, they need like, you. They need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like a, we have an embarrassment of riches at pitcher and you can come up and maybe play here or there fit in or be the fifth guy and Mm -hmm. pitch a few games and get under your belt it's like no dude we need you no dude we need you bad (laughs) no dude (laughs) like we need you to be an ace we oh my gosh yeah wishing him the best i'm curious to see how he's gonna do in spring training he looks good so far yeah and looks good so far and maybe it's just uh from a standpoint of where they can let him be do what he does and be him and not you know, like say, hey, you're you're pitching. You know, you're going to start every five games, and mm-hmm. and they can let him grow into a role now that he's back in the game after being out of the game. I mean, you don't just forget all you've done, but I'm sure he's not where he was at his peak, essentially. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we're just yet to see the peak. All right, I see the Broncos guys rolling in, so we're going to wrap the show up in a couple of minutes. Let's play a little. Would you rather? Love it. I'm in. I would <laughs> rather play go, this. Because this is my litmus test for all of our co-hosts. So, would you rather see a no-hitter or an absolute slugfest? Uh, a no-hitter. I We've seen plenty. I've seen plenty of slugfests. <laughs> <laughs> we see a lot of um, slugfests at Coors Field. I, I'm ready for a no-hitter at Coors Field by a Rockies pitcher. We've been pretty close. I know. Kyle Freeland got really, really mm-hmm. close. And I think Herman Marquez was 
through the seventh, I want to say, last year. Not last year, maybe two years ago. I feel like he went pretty far. So we're, we're ready yeah. for one of those. I'm ready we for a no-hitter. We are due for a Rockies no-hitter. We did get a Chad Cool complete game shutout. Yes, he was. That was the closest we've gotten yep, lately. Yeah, he was incredible. He was incredible. All right, would you rather your baseball team never wins a World Series, but they're in the playoffs every year, or they win one World Series and are below 500 for the rest of your life? This is the easiest question <laughs> for a, a diehard Rockies fan to answer because if they would have won the World Series in 2007 when they should have, I wouldn't care. I, I wouldn't be, I, I would care. I would still watch the team, but I would be set for life. So you wouldn't have that that stress of like, oh, is it ever going to happen? Yeah. You got so close and it didn't. Exactly. Happen? Like now, like I'm about to turn 30. I'm getting old. Like I'm like ancient. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sitting Shut here up. wondering if they're ever going to win one in my lifetime. And that's a scary thought. Like if they already had that one, I'd be chill. But I, they have to win one in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm that 105 year old Cubs level fan from, you know, back in the early 2000s that like wait, wait, wait and win one. Like mm -hmm. I need that. So. World Series, and then they can lose 100 games for the rest of my life, and I'm good. All right. Thank you for, thank you for that beautiful, beautiful insight. <laughs> um, one more. Would you rather, in the movie of your life, would you rather be played by Danny Trejo or Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito. He's great. <laughs> Everyone always says Danny DeVito. He's just like... And then I get to picture Danny DeVito playing you. Although he would be, he would be good at doing your TikToks. Yeah, your he, golf he can be pretty unhinged yes. at times. <laughs> yeah, I think he would fit into the big drive energy. Yeah, maybe routine it, very yeah, well. Yeah, he, he fits that mold. I hope he sees this. I hope he sees this. Where can we follow you? Um, on social media, Spencer. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Big Drive Spence. Uh, our golf account is Big Drive Energy on there, and we also have Instagram at Big Drive Energy Pod. So yes. follow any of those. You guys post some crazy stuff. Yeah, we. Uh, you guys are unwell sometimes, but I love it. Yeah, we have to. We have to keep that vibe. Yes. You know, we're we kind of like <laughs> lean into it. I told Mitchell the other day. I was like, dude, we're just kind of those like alcoholic off the hinge like kid and we can't we've leaned into it long enough now we can't be different you can't like we have to own it and like, so we, we do we crazy own it for the rest of my life same though uh you can follow all the latest rockies news at dnvr underscore rockies you can find me at the Susie hunter on all platforms we're gonna do this again tomorrow we're gonna have more from spring training we're gonna have more updates from patrick as he is down there he is gonna be pumping out content like you wouldn't even believe so make sure you're following us on twitter so you can see all of the latest um, and you know what they say, Spencer, about me closing out a show? What's that? That I still don't know how to do it. So I'll just say see you later, and we will talk to you again at 11 a.m.